Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. And it is us. You found the right place. It is The Approach Shot. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels, a Braves fan. We we both lived in Atlanta during the, the, the lean years. Oh, no, you were there during the winning years, weren't you? I was there during the winning years, and here's the weirdest thing about being Atlanta during the winning years. Even then, you could go up in like a second round of the playoffs and just walk right up and get a ticket if it was a Saturday because Georgia was playing, and God forbid anybody would go to a baseball game when Georgia's playing. And those were not Georgia's best years. They were not like this year where they're, you know, sitting up top at number one. They were. They had lost a game to South Carolina, lost a game to Alabama, and you know they were lucky to be in the top fifteen. Still, walk right up and get a Braves ticket. When you were there, did you hear about the uh, invention they did at Georgia Tech? It was an early artificial intelligence machine. You could basically plug in your IQ, mm-hmm. and it would carry on a conversation with you. So a guy went up there and he put in one sixty. Okay, uh-huh. and and the machine just started talking about string theory. Wow. Okay. And and another guy went in and he punched in 120 and the machine started talking, talking about the evolution of, of uh, mankind throughout history and the best inventions and, and all that. And, and another guy oh, came yeah. in and punched in 80 and the machine sat there silent for a while and then finally goes, how about them dogs? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Once again, it's John Ashton at the approach shot. That's all right. You know what? They won't be able to spell it, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so the four people we had in Athens here, we thought it was Athens, Greece. What yeah, do we it, know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, I don't know if you have read Murphy Murphy. Not from yet. I'm not planet. starting it yet. No. Oh, John, I'm telling you, between us guys, you will laugh your behind off. Okay. It, um, for those of you who either didn't tune in or just didn't care what we said, down here it says, pulled from the files of the Department of Redundancy Department. So there's an awful lot of redundancy humor in here. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of times where Murphy Murphy, who is the lead detective, who is not a fan of the redundancies, would roll his eyes at something and I'd be like, where was the redundancy? Ah, got it. <laughs> so uh, the, the author, Keith, uh, who is, has, has been on the show and we love to death, he and I have, have exchanged emails and I've actually thrown out there a couple of redundancies just to show that I get the joke. 
<laughs> but I think this is the best. And I hope that you guys are on YouTube seeing this. Otherwise, the joke isn't as funny. John, you see that button right there? Right there? Uh-huh. What does it say? First place winner. <laughs> as opposed to a first place loser? <laughs> so, Keith, you got these books out there, and it's all about the Department of Redundancy Department. And right here, the thing you're proudest of? Redundancy. <laughs> <laughs> you can go back. I mean, that was a great interview we did with Keith too. You can go back and check it out in the archives anytime you want to at that uh, approachshot.net. No, the just approachshot.net. <laughs> let's let's not. Let's just not do this again. Yes, someone stole the the. We get it. The One the. day we're going to do a, like a Where's Waldo, but we'll do Where's the, and then people from Athens won't get it because they'll say Where's the what. <laughs> We have, we have another great interview coming up today, too, with a PGA professional. And I want you to know, if you haven't looked today, mm-hmm. today, this was posted on Christopher Smeal's LinkedIn page. It says, golf is a global game. This is so exciting to be able to provide qualifying events to global globally to kids to play in our annual FCG Callaway World Golf Championship. There is a video from last weekend's qualifier in China. So talk about a guy who has taken the the game of golf and not only bringing it to the youth, but bringing it globally. Chris Meal, man, good job and congratulations. And we'll be talking to him uh, as our main guest today. We're going to be talking to him about golf and about kids and about kids playing golf. You just the redundancy thing just never ends, does it? <laughs> it's not only redundant, but you've said it before. We are the approach shot. And yes, we are coming back. You can't stop us. Nope, you can't. We'll be here whether you want us to or not. And don't you hit that button because it's a podcast and there's no button. To hit. Yeah, hang out. It'll be fun. That's right. Hey, it's Neil. And I've connected with a bunch of you through social media. And a lot of you have commented that there's just not comfortable, great fitting workout clothes out there for guys our age and with our body types. That's why I'm really excited to tell you about 10,000. 10,000 makes the highest quality, best fitting and most comfortable shirts and shorts for fitness enthusiasts and weekend warriors. I've been wearing their seven inch interval shorts, which are their most popular, perfect for gym days, walking or short runs. Their versatile shirt is my go-to workout shirt. Lightweight, breathable, and durable. I wear it when I hike and even at the driving range. This is serious workout gear for all types of workouts. Running, hiking, lifting, boxing, however you train, they have a shirt and short for you. And you always get free shipping, free returns, and a lifetime guarantee. Right now, 10,000 is offering listeners of The Approach Shot 15% off your purchase. Go to 10,000.cc and enter the code APPROACH to receive your 15% off. That's 10,000.cc Enter the words 10,000, not the number, and the code APPROACH for your 15% off today. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-590-0443. That's 800-590-0443. Again, 800-590-0443. Thank <laughs> you. 
And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are here. We are the approach shot. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. We promised you a guest, and we have yet to ever break a promise. Well, on the show. Well, yeah. <laughs> Chris Smeal, welcome, sir, to the approach shot. How you doing, man? Thank you guys for having me. I'm doing great. Fantastic. He's going to go play golf as soon as we're done here. How great is that? Oh, my. I wish I was playing today. That would be fun. I was just telling Chris that uh, on, on the, the Golf Guys show on this coming Sunday, we're going to be broadcasting as we play at the Peak Die course. That's at, uh, at be really interesting. I'm really interested to find out if that screws up your game. <laughs> oh, it, it, it can't. <laughs> any, any worse than it already is. Playing at the Pete Dyke course screws up your game. It likely will screw up the broadcast. Well, that's but, true. Yeah. yeah. And and hopefully someone at the station will have their finger on the seven-second delay button. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So Chris is, is a, a neighbor of mine. We just found out he lives about 10 minutes from me. We're probably going to have lunch later. Uh, <laughs> be jealous. <laughs> and Chris, just make sure Neil buys. Well, yeah. No <laughs> and Chris runs, uh, Chris is involved in, in a lot of different things, but he runs the Future Champions Golf Academy, which is partnered up with, uh, you still partnered up with Callaway? Yeah, yeah, for sure. How did that come around? Um, you know, back in 07, I was uh, coaching one of the, the vice president's kids in one of my group programs, and he loved what I was doing. And he, he said, if hey, if you ever you guys need some help or you're, you're doing anything new, please come up and, and see me. So about a, a couple of weeks later, I scheduled a meeting and I, I went up there and pitched the tour concept to him that we we're going to start at, in January of 08. And their team just loved it and signed us on. And, you know, I was so nervous. I, I remember walking into the headquarters of Callaway and I went into a, a giant like boardroom meeting, which it never really had done. I was, I think I was 23 years old at the time, maybe 24 and uh, walked in there and all the, all these very professional golf executives are in there. And yeah, I said some things and I guess they liked it. And here we are today. It's been a long, great partnership. That's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Only slightly intimidating. <laughs> very. Yeah. So how, how, how long has the tour been in existence? For the so, uh, yeah. End of 07, we, launched our first tournament. It was the 36 hole event. Uh, we had, we had said for about four years prior, we were doing some nine hole par three and executive tournaments here, like through my beginner program that I was running. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, we saw a need for, for more 36 hole competition. So uh, we started end of 07 as the worst tournament ever run. Um, <laughs> really in history of I, 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 I can't even, the fact that we have such a big tour now is, is really funny because that first tournament, which was great. We sold out. We had 120 something kids sign up for our very first big event. Um, but we had, we had weather issues. We had rain the first day. We had frost the next morning. Um, players didn't finish. We didn't have enough staff. It was just a, just an awful, awful event. And, you know, somehow we, we kept going and learned from our mistakes. And uh, now we do over hundred events a year and about 9,000 kids a year and growing. So, What's your uh, footprint geographically speaking, Chris? So we, I mean, we we're all up and down the state of California. We now have a director that runs events in Oregon, Washington, Montana, 
Nevada, Arizona, Texas. Um, we're looking at some things on the East Coast, but but right now we're we're definitely West Coast based uh, mm-hmm. very heavily. And then we host these World Series events that kids from all over the world come to us. So that's been a nice thing. And we have qualifying events for those big events cool. all throughout the world. So we have our prior to the pandemic, we we were you know averaging about. 40 different countries represented at our, at our big events in the wow. summer. So that's amazing. Thank you. It was really fun. Um, yeah. It's just a, it's just a cool, cool time of year. Um, those are usually in July. And uh, so back in 2019, you know, we had, we had back to back events with 650 kids in each event. Um, one of them was staged on 10 different golf courses in Palm Springs. Um, wow. So. wow. And what are the ages of the kids? Uh, we range from five to 18 and then we have a, we started a college series. We, we always had like a college series, but never really expanded it until the pandemic hit and kids that are college players didn't really have anywhere to play. So uh, that series has grown quite a bit. And we did uh, a national championship this year at La Costa and did some other really cool events with that. And those, those events have been really well received. We, we let the, the elite and older junior golfers play with them too. So it's kind of a cool mix that the, older high school kids can compete with the, with the college kids. And some of the college kids are need more, more tournament experience. They might not be playing for all the top D one schools, but they, they're definitely needing that experience. So. Yeah. I know when, um, when Tiger came on, he kind of um, encouraged and, and um, I, I guess just motivated a lot of kids to get into the game, but that's been a long time ago. Yeah. Now it seems that college golf and and junior golf is so Im- important and and I mean there are numerous junior tours there are numerous organizations to help juniors uh, and colleges I mean you've got the college championships on ESPN now and the Golf yeah. Channel uh, what what do you account for that what, what's the popularity growth why you know, I, I mean, Tiger. Yes, like you said, Tiger started it. I don't think we would have even done what we did be, if if there wasn't for Tiger. I mean, he created a boom. He created uh, opportunity. I remember when I started as an instruction only program back in end of '03. Um, we were the only game in town. Really, we had my junior academy. There was nothing else around. Everybody was coming to us. I mean, we were, I was doing over 100 kids a week just in group classes, um, and that's when the sport started getting a little bit bigger. Um, but then, yeah, with, with the tiger era, I think, I think with him being rejuvenated the last couple of years, but before his recent accident, that was also very helpful, but yeah, college golf on TV. I think the kids are seeing it. I think the roadmap that he created along with all the players after him, Jordan speed, some of these guys that, you know, they played well in junior golf and then they worked their way to the college level. And now you're seeing them, you know, Colin Marikawa, he played in our tournaments and, Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Wolf and a lot of these guys, uh, Aaron Wise, you know, they, they all have that, you know, there's, there's just like a, a definitely like a roadmap out there for kids to, to get to the next level. And there's so many tournament opportunities that yeah. they're better players sooner too. Yeah. Uh, just recently um, I was participating with the uh, Symmetra tour had the Donald Ross classic uh, here at the, at the uh, Donald Ross course in French, French Lick, Indiana. And I have a friend who's a golf instructor. He has a 12-year-old student. Who, I think she just turned 13, but she's phenomenal. I mean, she's, yeah. she, she finished 13th in the Indiana State Women's Amateur against wow. everybody, not just the junior division. She played in the Pro-Am and, and finished two strokes behind the pro 
oh, wow. playing with in her team. Um, uh-huh. and, and I just have found that, you know, when I was a kid, golf wasn't that popular. Right. You know, it was, it was what, if you weren't an athlete, that's what you did. You played mm-hmm. golf. But yep. now, man, I mean, kids are flocking to it uh, for competitive purposes. I mean, not, not just for recreational purposes. And, and you guys, guys like you, Chris, are, are kind of leading that charge, man. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was going to comment on your your story about. I mean, golf wasn't cool when I started. I started yeah. golf in 1995. I was I was you know almost 16 years old when I started, and uh, I remember carrying my golf bag on campus and feeling like pretty scared about walking around campus with my golf bag. <laughs> <laughs> At least you had some implements to fight off the people who would be yeah. bullying you. But then that so that was ninety five and ninety six. But then Tigers sprung on in the fall of ninety six, and golf became cool. So yeah. ninety seven was a lot better. Yeah, it certainly was. <laughs> and and the folks that are good. But and another thing too, we keep pushing around here is is that girls in golf still are because of the Title Nine things in schools are in great demand for college golf teams. It's easy for a young woman who is semi-decent at golf or has the ability and the willingness to learn how to be good can get a scholarship rather easily. Yeah, I'd say it's it's a little bit easier for them. It's definitely gotten the, – the girls' side has exploded the last few years as well, though. So I think there's so many good girls, too, that obviously I think there's less spots on – schools that good girls would want to go to mm. as opposed, so i think that's more kind of an issue now is that there's so much talent and there's you know not even a lot of the girls don't know about all the programs in the country either that's that's always been a thing but there is a place for pretty much every girl to play it's just whether or not that's at the level that they think they want to play for i think yeah. it's become more of a, more of a thing well there's definitely an advantage for the west coast schools because of the fact that it's warm year round. You can play in January. You know, John, you're just about getting to the point where it's it's getting the end of the golf season, you know, mm-hmm. in Louisville. But here in San Diego, you can pretty much play all year round. Do you find that that that's what you were talking about there is if you wanted to play in Georgia, South Carolina, Virginia, Massachusetts, that it's easier for you to, for a girl or for anybody to be able to get a scholarship there because it's not necessarily geographically the best place to play. Yeah. I think that's definitely a, a factor there. Yeah. 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 So, except, except you tell the people at wake forest in North Carolina, that's right. That, that they're not an attractive program. <laughs> yeah. You, that's probably not a good idea. So, <laughs> so my, my granddaughter is about to turn four and I can't imagine her a year from now or two years from now, picking up golf, but you're talking about kids that, that are that age that have the hand to eye coordination. I mean, a, I'd love to, to hear that and B, like other coaches in other sports. Do you see kids right away who you're just like, yep, they've got it. Uh, to answer both questions. Yeah. First of all, kids under six are shooting under par in tournaments. <laughs> Ouch. So, um, <laughs> I would say that, you know, I've taught some of the really good, under six players, if, if they have some natural ability or the, of a good coach and they're a good listener, they can obviously get better quicker. Um, the courses they play are pretty short. And I mean, 
chipping and putting, if they get that down, they somehow figure out how to score. I don't know how they play the two and three day events and then handle like the mental side of it. Uh, I don't think they have nerves at that age very much just because, <laughs> you know, that really kicks in more at 11 and 12. But uh, yeah, I mean, some of the, some of the families they're going pretty crazy and, and playing a lot of golf and playing every day or practicing a lot and taking lessons. And, and, you know, we have a six and under series that kids can play a couple times a month on weekends here in San Diego. And there's a, a very strong six and under division every year. And, and getting Neil, were, were you taking notes there to what Chris said? If, if you can, if you get the, the chipping and the putting, if you can get that down, you can do the scoring. Did, did you understand what he was saying? The only part of my game I have down. <laughs> That's for every age. <laughs> if you get some more advice, we'll be talking some more about the junior golf. If you've got kids, if you're into golf, if your kids are into golf, uh, you want to go to school, whatever. Uh, we're going to be talking with Chris Neal again when we come right back. Hang out. We are the approach shot. What is a lock? Well, a lock is simply put a bet you can't lose. And with my bookie, you can't lose with the NBA lock of the season. When you bet on either team to score between the Dallas Mavericks and the Denver Nuggets this Friday, you win. An NBA game has never gone scoreless, so you know this is a sure bet. Place your bet, they score, you win. It's that easy. Get paid Friday, wake up Saturday, and throw down on UFC 267. This weekend, my bookie is also giving all users a $100 risk-free wager on the light heavyweight championship fight between Yablavich and Glover Tashira. So don't wait. Head to mybookie.ag now. Not .com, not .net, but mybookie.ag and use the promo code GOLFGUYS and get in on the NBA lock of the season. That's promo code GOLFGUYS. It's a lock. Get your season started with a win and thank me later. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And we are back from the approach shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Chris Smeal, uh doing good things for junior golfers all over the state of uh, California and, and, and beyond now. And being awarded for such. Um, last year in 2020, he was... Um, he was awarded the Southern California PGA Youth Player Development Award mm-hmm. and also the Golf Range Top 50 Elite Master Status Award. So congratulations on those, Chris. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's it's quite a feat. I mean, the, this the, the the guys like you, Chris, who are, who are the, the, the good golf instructors who can recognize talent. And, and, I mean, it takes a special person to work with children. It does because – I, I, you know, I like my kids, but I don't really like anybody else's. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't come visit. John. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, kids, kids are hard to deal with and, and kids have a short attention span and golf is a game that, I mean, it's fun, but you really have to think about it. How, how do you, how do you teach kids golf? Yeah. I mean, I, I it was kind of interesting when I first started, like I said, back in end of 02, 03, when I just was working with the kids program at stadium. Um, I think when I first started doing, I hadn't talked to a kid in five, six years. There's no young kids in my family. The youngest kid was like a few years younger than me. So that wasn't something I had any experience really in. So I just learned how to, how to talk to them and how to relate to them and try to keep it fun and funny. And then, you know, obviously can't use very big words when you're working with somebody that young and, 
showing stuff, using duct tape. I mean, using training aids, using fun stuff just to get them to, to kind of understand things. I have a whiteboard that I draw pictures with on my, in my teaching studio that I use. So I think there's different ways to be creative, but you have to keep you, it fun. Do you start out with like the plastic equipment for the real so, young kids? Or? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way I have most times. I mean, back then I had a couple of kids that would come to me at, at that young of an age, but most of the time that when they show up to take a lesson, they'd have some, some kind of U S kids equipment or some kind of lightweight, you know, club that's like decently sized for them. Yeah. And, and that's, that's something too, that uh, so many parents make the mistake is they take their old set out of the garage and cut them down, have yeah. them regripped and give them to the kids. That's not going to work, but U S kids. And there are a few other companies now too, that really yeah. specialize in, in making equipment for, for children, aren't there? Yeah, and it's all the right weighting. There's there's some some bad stuff out there, but if the club is built right and mm-hmm. it, it's a lightweight shaft with a good quality head, it, the kids can get pretty good pretty quick and swing yeah. the club. Pretty nice. You mentioned that uh, you're now being uh, you're active in California, Oregon, Washington, and a lot of the areas on the East Coast, including now Texas. Um, if people want to find more information on the futures. Champions Golf Academy or on the tour, where do they go? Uh, our website has, is full of information. It's futurechampionsgolf.com. Our social media is very, very active as well. So we're on Instagram and Facebook and um, all those platforms to, to get the information and, and see what we're up to. And easy to sign up. We have a free app as well in the App Store. Uh, you can download and, and get started anytime. Excellent. Now, I did see that you have given over 10,000 private lessons and you still have hair on your face, which you haven't ripped out. People's temperaments, the kids' temperaments, is this, do they have good temperaments? And second question, is this like you'd find in, in like a basketball or, or baseball where, the parents are 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 they well behaved or are they just the same kind of parents where they'll sit on the side and tell the kids what to do as you're trying to teach them? Uh, I've had a lot of that over the years, but I think <laughs> from doing this from, from almost 20 years now, I I definitely have a better way of handling those parents. Um, but they're still there; they're they're always they're always there. I seem to weed weed them out though pretty pretty well. So, and I've I've definitely told parents not to watch the lessons. And I've had most of the time, especially new students, I'm encouraging them to, to stay and watch the lesson, especially if they're a helpful parent. And when they're, if they're helping their kids practice and that's something that they do as a team and, and it's a working right. situation, I want to help that. But if it's a, a situation that's a little more toxic or not working well, then I'll do that. But I've had more conversations than I can count about, you know, parents not watching their kid play in a tournament and having that awkward conversation with the son or daughter and the parent right in front of them. And just really just, you know, we're a team here. So we got to come up with a way that makes it work for everybody. And the, 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 the player can be as successful as possible. And, you know, if there's tension or if it's just a, a weird situation, it just, it just doesn't work. So it's better to better to get it out than, than avoid it. When, when you, when you deal with the kids that you deal with, what's the percentage of kids that are looking to, to compete on higher and higher levels and kids that just want to learn the game because it's fun to play. Yeah. So I think now with maybe my more years of experience and, and success helping some of these kids, I pretty much only get very serious 
kids and families that come to me. So occasionally I'll get new players, beginners that, that want to learn. And I still love doing that and helping anybody that wants to learn. Um, but for the most part, I, I really do work with like teenagers that are trying to get better and play in big tournaments and high school players that want college scholarships and college players that are, uh, you know, playing at the highest level. And then also mini tour players that are, they're trying to make it their, their way out on the PGA tour. So it's, uh, it's definitely changed from when I first started, I literally, I remember teaching 17, 30 minute beginner golf lessons, private lessons in a day on Saturdays. And I would go from like seven 30 to six and just, you know, it, it was exhausting, but at the time, you know, obviously it was 23 and I could handle that. But nowadays yeah. it's, it's more of a seven hour day and mostly elite players. And it's, it's much easier to manage that. On that level of, of seven to 10 year olds. Yeah. That first, that first level, what do they seem to get first? Do they get putting and chipping first or do they seem to hit the ball off the tee fairly well? Um, seven to 10 is interesting. I mean, young kids putting, I think there's a 50, 50, like some kids are kind of natural with putting, like they grab it, they kind of get it. They kind of do their own thing and, and that kind of works. And then some are just all over the place, have no, no kind of clue kind of what to do. So I try to get the, with all my students at like at that level of trying to just get good fundamentals that, you know, timeless that have worked in, in terms of setup and understanding reading greens and, and getting that. But I think, I mean, for the most part, I've always started my students with a lot of full swing stuff only because I think, you have a very short window to get a kid good at golf and interested in golf. And you're not really going to hook a kid on putting. So if I can get a kid, if you get a kid topping the ball and you can get them to hit it solid, I think that's a big thing. And when it goes back to what you said before about, you know, who teaches kids, like you really, I think the most important coach in a kid's life is their first coach. Cause if they get them hitting it good and they get them loving the game, yeah. they're going to be hooked for life. But if, mm -hmm. if it's a, if it's a guy that doesn't really like teaching or a guy that, teaches a lot and having a kid show up is not his, you know, real main focus, then it's yeah. probably not going to go that great, you know, regardless yeah. of how well-trained and well-knowledged the, the adult is. So yeah. I, I think having a good, good fun coach early on that can get him hitting it better is important. Yeah. That's what I, I have a story about my, my grandson who uh, used to just love to ride with me when I played golf. Uh, Cause he's just like being out, you know, looking at for turtles and snakes yeah. and, course and stuff. Yeah. And I took him to a driving range, a range a buddy of mine had, and he, um, he just set him up and he showed him how to swing. Wouldn't put a ball in front of him, made him swing this club a bunch of times. And uh, finally he was chomping at the bit and, and he said, okay, Joe, you can hit the ball now. And he teed it up and he hit it about a hundred yards. Wow. Wow. Straight. He was six. Wow. Years old. That's awesome. He was hooked. From yeah. that minute on, he was hooked. So cool. Really See, we have something in common. Yeah. Every, he didn't time I, every time I hit the ball off the tee, about it hooks. About 100 too. yards, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a crisp meal when I was growing up. It was, it, it was my brother and I playing on the Muni course in Bowie, Maryland. And we would go on, you know, we'd get it there at 5 o'clock in the evening and play on the eighth hole when nobody else was around, and we'd play three or four holes and pick up our ball and run away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. The grounds crew found you there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some more questions. We have a very official collection of questions that we call a six-pack that we are going to ask Mr. Chris Smeal when we return. Hang out. We'll be right back. We are the Approach Shop. 
Hey, it's Neil, and with cooler weather here, you may be playing even more golf. So it's even more important to keep properly hydrated since you don't sweat as much in cooler weather. Here's what I do. I mix one stick of liquid IV in some water and hydrate faster and more efficiently than drinking water alone. In fact, mixing liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates your body the same as if you were drinking 48 ounces. And who wants to drink 48 ounces of water? Not only that, but liquid IV tastes great with flavors like strawberry, lemon, lime, and my favorite, watermelon. Try incorporating liquid IV in your daily routine, like first thing in the morning or before a workout. It makes for a great hangover cure, too, just saying. John, grab some liquid IV and choice of flavors nationwide at Walmart or get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code APPROACH at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order and start getting better hydration today at liquidiv.com. But you have to use the promo code APPROACH to get the 25% off. Liquidiv.com. Make your water work harder. And we are back as promised. The approach shot. John Ashton here. Neil Michaels there. Chris Smell just down the road from Neil Michaels. Yep. So they're going to be going out playing golf later. I think he Chris. likes it better when you call him Chris Smeal rather than Chris Smell. I'm sure that growing up that was a lot. <laughs> I didn't of even hear it. I'm kind oh, of okay. I, I did, and I just didn't want you like like clicking out suddenly. Oh Chris yeah. yeah I'm still, I'm still here. I had a, la- a lazy tongue. I'm sorry. Chris, Chris and Neil will, uh, uh, you know, be, he says lunch, but he's not going to hit you up for some lessons, Chris. Yeah. That's me, well, I didn't, I didn't say it was free lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but on, now man. it is time for the six pack. Indeed. The six pack of questions sponsored once again by Arnold Palmer spiked. To find a retailer near you, go to arnoldpalmerspike.com slash approach. If you haven't tried Arnold Palmer Spike yet, what's wrong with you? Come on, man. Yeah, it's the perfect blend of tea and lemonade with 5% ABV. That's why we save it for after the show. (laughs) Chris, we're going to send these six questions to you hot and heavy. You ready for this? Ready. All right. Question one, living or dead, who would you like to have a beer and talk golf with? Arnold Palmer. Did you just say that because we mentioned Arnold Palmer Spike? No, but that might have put that in your head. Influential, but he was my favorite player and (laughs) love what he did for the game. So, indeed, us too. We've that's a great answer. All right, question two. That was that was your layup question. That was the easy. That was the easy get your swing going question. Question two, what has one of your students done that has made you want to laugh really hard, but you couldn't? Mm. Well, U.S. Amateur 2017 at Riviera, I was caddying for Joey Verzich. And I may have laughed, though, so I don't know if this really counts. But he drank so much bottled water (laughs) that he had to go. He had to pee every hole. And there's just not enough time to, to find a bathroom. So, I mean, literally, I was trying to get him to remind him that, hey, we're, you know, we're playing in a big tournament. He ended up finishing ninth, you know, out of 8,000 or 9,000 players. But there was a couple times he made bogey where he literally it was because he needed to go to the bathroom. And he didn't focus. So that, that's probably my best funny 
story. <laughs> and he still finished ninth. If he just if he had just dried up a little bit, you're probably talking top five. Yeah. If we didn't face Doug Gim in the in the quarterfinals, I think it would have been better. But Doug's on the PJ tour now, so it's all good. Love it. That's a great, great story. All right. Question three. Most golfers remember one hole or one round that they played that really exceeded their ability. Thinking of your students, what one hole or round that one of them played really stands out? Um, I mean, probably, I mean, probably the same kid that shot 59. He shot 59 at Rams Hill uh, <laughs> as an eight, as an 18 year old. Uh, so just out of high school. So I'd say that's, that's, that's probably, I had a recent one too. Zihao Jin shot. Uh, I remember I was watching online and he was playing in a college tournament in Arizona this spring and he shot 29 on the front, but I was, I was watching, I was watching the online scoring with my daughter and, you know, on the golf stat app. So birdie came up and birdie like three in a row we started doing like a little like high five and run around the room every time he made a birdie. And he literally just kept making birdies. He made, I think six or seven in a row. Wow. Um, so, and I remember uh, the SDSU coach and the USC coach both told him that that was the best nine holes they'd ever seen played. Wow. Um, plus plus just the, the environment at my house was really, really fun that day. So Imagine. yeah. Yeah. Thank God that wasn't a drinking game. <laughs> right. Not with your daughter, but yeah. Right. Okay, we're going to take a shot every time he gets a birdie. You wouldn't have made it for nine. <laughs> Question four. What's your favorite golf word or golf expression? Well, besides four? I mean, uh, um, uh, that's a good question. Uh, uh you're still away. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, that's, kinda, that's fun with my friends, I guess. That would be a great one. Yes, yeah. that happened to me, I think, once. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yesterday it happened. Yesterday. Right. <laughs> Question five. Let's let's expand our thinking. The golf genie has just landed at Chris Smeal's house and granted you one wish. Would it be for you to shoot a hole in one? for you to be able to play on the PGA tour yourself or for one of your students to get the ace? Well, I'll play on the PGA tour for sure. Yeah. There you go. And speaking of, if you have already done this, have you had a hole in one? I've had 11 hole in ones. Okay. That's just Brad. I'm very lucky. I don't don't know. He's not. He's not coming back here. No, that's that's the end of this. We're not even going to get to question six. Get off the show. <laughs> Eleven hole in ones. Now, this is not including miniature golf. No, these are real hole in ones. My favorite. My favorite one. I played with the Callaway CEO Chip Brewer. I played with his son, who I used to teach, and then I played with Chip's dad as well at the Bridges in Rancho Santa Fe here in, here in San Diego. And on the eighth hole, I, I lipped out double eagle on seven. I hit a hybrid. It rolled right over the cup, and then I missed the eagle putt. And then the very next hole, I hit a five iron from, like, I think it was uh, 195 or something. And it I, I hit it a little bit thin, not not like a like a really bad thin, but mm-hmm. a little bit thin. And it hit, hit the ridge perfectly, and we saw it disappear and got up there, and it was in the hole. So that was, that was and a fun And you one. did that with the CEO of Callaway's family. Yeah, it's a great day. 
And then so I did you get a new set of clubs or anything out of it? Or I was flying know? to Vegas later that night too, so it was like really a really special day. <laughs> How'd you do at Vegas? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Not that well. I had a hole in one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly, it doesn't matter at all. All right. In question six, we asked this of all of our guests who come on the show. Since we are the approach shot in your approach to life, Chris Meal, what is one rule that you live by? Always have fun. Mm. Don't Amen. know how long you're going to be here, so always have fun. Very nice. Chris Meal, you are off the hot seat. Well done, sir. Oh, thank you. I can relax now. You can shake it out a little bit if you need to. <laughs> That was intense. <laughs> hey, Chris, shameless self-promotion, man. How uh, how do people get in touch with you and get get more information about what you do and, uh, and get involved with the, the tournaments and all that? Yeah, just on our website, futurechampionsgolf.com. My my personal website's uh, chrismeal.com. And then that's that's easy. My info is everywhere. 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 Well, social media, that stuff. Yeah. Not everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Great talking with you. Good job working with the kids. I think that one thing that that you know we've we've had some fun here, but I think one thing that that we need to say is we absolutely love what you do. The fact that you are really helping the future of the game from six years old, under six years old, all the way through into high school, into college, and stuff you're leaving the game better than you found it. And we really appreciate what you do. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah Cause you're not guys like you, Chris, uh, the game would die. Yeah. Cause you know, we, we can't exist on just us old guys. You know? <laughs> well, I still love doing it. So I can't wait to teach, teach today at 12. So I'll be out there soon. All right, man. Chris Smeal. I appreciate uh, spending time with us here and great to meet you, man. And continued success and good luck. Thank you guys. Attention anyone who is impacted by the current pandemic and has $2,000 or more in credit card debt. If any credit card companies extended your credit with attractive interest rates or low minimum balances, and now because of it, you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt, here's some really great news. It happened to millions of people at no fault of their own. But thanks to a powerful program now approved, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. That's right. Our nation wide nonprofit program is helping U.S. residents cut their credit card payments. We've helped over half a million people with their credit card debt, and now we can help you. Bad credit card debt happens to good people. Get free of credit card debt today. Call Credit Guard of America now at 800-672-6925 to see how this powerful nonprofit program can work for you. The call and information are free. Call 800-672-6925. That's 800-672-6925. 800-672-6925. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Man, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total T. New Nugenics Total T is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total T helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. What are you going to do something about it now? 
I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321. A few moments yet together to, uh, to sit back and look at your kids and go, where have I gone wrong? Interestingly enough, as the approach shot Twitter following grows and grows, and that's at the approach shot, please do send us a note. Uh, there was a guy on there a couple of days ago um, who tweeted to the approach shot um, account, hey, something's wrong here. My wife and kids are going golfing today, and I'm staying home with the youngest and taking her to volleyball practice. <laughs> How fast do you think I sent back and a bunch of other people sent back there's nothing wrong with that, dude. It's 2021. You actually <laughs> ought to be really proud of your family. <laughs> but turn in your man card at the end of the day. <laughs> John Ashton That's at the approach shot.net. I'm hoping one day John will join us in the 20th century, much less the 21st. See the way it works, John, is things have changed. Ask Jane Blaylock. She probably could tell you. Somebody called me once a, a Neanderthal, but I insist I'm Cro-Magnon. There you go. Oh, anyway, some of us have actually become, you know, more, God, I hate to say this word, woke. You are definitely a new age sensitive man. Wear the label proudly, buddy. I do. (laughs) Nobody else wants it. That's right. There you go. (laughs) I have to tell you that next week we have a guy on who I booked solely for the purpose of about two minutes worth. And somehow he managed to make my dream of that two minutes a reality. And that's all I'm going to say. But (laughs) next week, one of the great voices from ESPN radio and Fox sports radio is our Mm -hmm. guest. And that's all I'm going to say. You're going to have to come back and find out or follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn or any one of those other social media pages will probably drop a hint during the week. I'm very interested. No, in very <laughs> excited to find out who it is. <laughs> would you do me a favor and show up for the interview? That that would be do a little research beforehand, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, otherwise, it's just welcome back to the approach shot. But nobody Here's knows me. our names because you're the only one who's allowed to introduce us <laughs> in his contract. <laughs> Next week. Something stellar and luminary. This week, something fun and exciting. Last week, oh man, you missed it. A big one if you missed last week. Yeah. Approachshot.net. You can catch them all. Anytime you want to catch up, we're there. Yep. Go and subscribe if you would. Can I tell you, John, how many people have, have uh, written to us and said that interview that you did with Jane Blaylock is one of the best interviews that I have heard you guys do. So if you're a fan of, of golf and you're a fan, especially of, of, you know, one of the pioneers in the business, definitely go back and listen to the interview with Jane Blaylock. She was wonderful. She was so fun. So fun to talk to. So down to earth. I, I, yeah. I know that sounds stupid and cliche and all that kind of stuff, but honestly, if you didn't know who we were talking to, you would think we were just talking to somebody about women's golf and the LPGA. You would have no idea yeah. that it was one of the founders and one of the pioneers. You know, we, we talk about golf. We talk about golfers. You never know. You have said to me, so what does this have anything to do with golf? And I'm like, I don't know. It's entertaining. <laughs> and so is I mean, golf. So there you go. There you go. But, you know, not everybody who uh, who who plays golf finds it entertaining. Yeah. 
Just remember, the same people invented golf and called it a game that invented bagpipes and called it music. Which reminds me that Kenny G has a new album coming out. (laughs) Proving once again, life is a gift. Go open it. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.